If you've been listening to ICRT over the past decade, you'll know that we promote Hakka culture here. We love learning about Hakka culture, including picking up useful terms and phrases and tuning in for Hakka songs. You can catch the We Love Hakka show and more interviews with special guests broadcasting only on ICRT. Hakka Dialogue, 客家人物专访 is a show brought to you by the Hakka Affairs Council, starting in 2022. Thanks to their support, ICRT is able to introduce more about Hakka culture. In this show, every month I will interview a special guest and start a dialogue on Hakka topics, which include music, performing arts, food, and also so many other things we can talk about. There are numerous forms of art, including painting, printmaking, mural, sculpture, installation art, digital art, photography, and much more. These artworks have the ability to reflect the artist's life experiences, thoughts, and convey messages. Today, here with us is an artist, Mambo Key, who specializes in creating through imagery and installations. Please say hi to us, Manbo, and then we're going to be diving deep into a discussion of your personal background and stories behind your artwork. Welcome to ICRT. Hello, everyone, and I'm Manbo. 大家好，我是永丹奇，我是在上海漫步。So tell us a bit more about your background and also your artworks. Uh, I come from Taichung, and it's in Dongshi. It's like a really small village. And they speak a、uh, different kind of Hakka language. It's like more mountainside、uh, Hakka. Yeah, it's like very few people speak that same accent with my language. So, and my work is actually connect to my background, like they talk about identity and also sexuality, and also like my my family and my my language. Yeah. So, since you were born into a Hakka family in Dongshi, Taichung, do you mind sharing a bit more about what family members played significant roles and what kind of influence or unique perspectives they brought into your life, and how your Hakka background plays into your art? I grew up with my grandma, and my grandma like raised me up, and my mom and my my dad they didn't marry, and they kind of like a really special person. They are really like a really independent style, and they. My mom is like the owner of the club in in nineteen and eighties Taiwan, Tai Taichung, and my father like work. He really not work. He's like maybe help my mom, and my father is actually a queer, and my mom is like a very very independent businesswoman. <laughs> So and but I grew up with my grandma. So my identity, like from personal, is actually connected to my grandma. But my sexuality, like my queer identity, is actually close to my father. So I come from like a really, I would say like unique a family. So my work is like uh like some videotape and.、Uh, Also, the plastic、um, manners, and it's more talk about identity and my Hakka background, and also my queer identity. What an interesting and diverse family background you have, and I'm glad that that was able to come across through your works. The artwork "Plastic Rituals" at Bibai is inspired by your grandma and the hometown of Dongshi in Taichung. Now, the piece incorporates photography, installation items. Dynamic images, sound, and lighting, featuring vibrant tones of red, pink, and jade green. Now, could you introduce this work to us and explain why you chose to create it? 
actually the, the, the work hour I'll be biased actually is a very unique uh dialogue in Hakka. Even it's uh, like a nickname to call someone in Hakka, my hometown. She is actually a very special um woman. I never met her but uh she's like a very special like uh, she's like crazy uh, and also really um, queer for me, like uh, the queer personality in my hometown. So everybody know her and everybody actually take care of her because she has a like, psychology problem in her brain. So um, I use the name. It's actually not a name. It's just a, a how do you say, like, uh, when you acting crazy and my hometown people will call you Abibai. And it's, for me, it's very uh, intimate uh, to me with my hometown, like my Hakka identity. So I use the word in, and I show the project in my hometown. Actually, it's a Japanese house from the occupation uh, history and Japanese. So I use the house. Actually, the house is my grandma's teacher's house. And I use the house to talk about my grandma's uh, Japanese identity and Taiwanese identity with Haga and Japan combined together. And I use the pink, in, pink and shining color because in Haga, my hometown, like everyone appreciates use the colorful thing, especially the pink color when the festival when like uh, people have a celebration and the dragon festival and also maybe like Chinese New Year, uh, Lunar New Year, like everybody use the color for when the celebration. The colorful things connect to me and also connect to the Abibai and also connect to, uh, I think, the queer color. I love that. I think the world can definitely have a lot more rainbow, a lot more pink, a lot more color. And it's great that you're able to incorporate yeah. some of your culture with these colors in your artwork, Plastic Rituals, Abibai. In addition to being exhibited at the Romantic Route 3 Arts Festival this summer, Plastic Rituals, Abibai was recently showcased at the Komioin Temple in Kyoto, Japan. Now, could you share with us the local audience's feedback on the artwork during its exhibition in Japan? Yeah, uh, it, it was really, really a special experience for me. Like, I can go back to Kyoto because I I went to Kyoto uh, last time with my grandma. It was ten years ago. Like, I had a documentary with her. Like, I I recall her to traveling in, in Kyoto. And I think that's the most really important reason is like my grandma speak and practice uh, Japanese a lot and often. And also my grandma only speak Hakka and Japanese. She don't really speak uh, into, uh, through uh, Mandarin. So for me, it's like uh, when I travel with her in Kyoto, like, because I think she, I can feel she go back to her memory and especially it was like a beautiful memory for her when she was a girl. So the, in the documentaries uh, I show in the Romantic Street uh, Art Festival, I show the documentary when she traveling in Kyoto. And now I can bring the work 
and some uh, some piece I showed in my hometown to the Kyoto. For me, it's like I go back to the time and I can share my grandma's identity in Japan. It's both in both sides. For my grandma, I think that was really a beautiful memory. Yeah. Wow, it truly is like a full circle, and just to see the detail and the depth you've really put into this art project—you know, not just creating the work, but also making sure it gets exhibited in Japan, in addition to, of course, here in Taiwan with the Romantic Route Three Arts Festival—is really cool. And I'm so excited to see what you'll be doing next. Now, obviously, your artworks are very exceptional. I want to know: Do you have any upcoming exhibitions or artistic projects that we can check out in the future or in 2024? Or where can、uh, the public or your fans follow your updates? Yeah,、uh, actually, I publishing my photo book, my first official photo book,、uh, recently, and I still doing something like、um, uh, to share in like book fair in Taiwan, in Germany, and also in Japan. It, I think that photo book it was really a special chance. I can select all my words I showed before, in even in my hometown and also in Japan and also in German. So actually, the photo book was quite a, a new,、uh, new new thing to release recently, and I hope people can like check it out and in a bookstore or like in some book fair and. Recently, in 2024, I, I probably will have a show in January. Actually, is a good show in Tainan, which also is hiding because I I haven't like showed some work in the south of Taiwan. I only in my hometown and Taichung and Taipei. So it would be my first time to go to Tainan to show in my work. Fantastic. Well, I really hope I get the chance to check out your work in person. I mean, I'm a big fan of your work, just admiring it online. But to be able to see it in person is just like a whole new level. And I encourage everyone tuning in to please check out Mambo Mambo Key's work. I mean, it's absolutely stunning. And to hear how you're able to incorporate your culture and your vision into the the work is just such a deeper story behind it. So I'm really looking forward to seeing your future projects and any creations that you'll have in the, the near future. Thank you so much for joining us here on ICRT Mamboki, and I really hope to see you on some of your future art fairs. And of course, everybody, go and follow Mamboki. Some incredible works out there, and we should be supporting artists like this here in Taiwan. Hi, thank you, everyone, and hope you can check out my work and、um, maybe on Instagram or some media, and hope everyone can see more. Different side in Taiwan. Absolutely. Have a great end of the year, and I'll catch you next time. Hi. Now, believe it or not, Hakka Dialogue has come to an end. That was our final episode of Hakka Dialogue on ICRT FM 100. But not to worry, we have lots of Hakka-related shows here on ICRT to continue learning about Hakka culture and traditions. Thank you so much for tuning in to ICRT FM 100, and stay tuned here on FM 100 for more sweet talk in the meantime.